Welcome to a Foundation Nigeria, the creators of FGM 2020 initiative. I hope you are having a smooth transition and into the economy as we are trying to get back to our activities despite the COVID-19 pandemic. In case you do not know, our foundation is dedicated to providing care and support to women all over the world. Visit our website on fgm2020.org or wavefdn.org. You can as well follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter for updates. This podcast exists to thoroughly address cases and educate the public about FGM in Nigeria, including progress reports on all organization activities. Kindly show support by donating on our website or listening and sharing this episode. Also, I'd like to state that if you do not have anything to do outside your home, you do not have a pressing business matter, it is still advised that you stay at home and maintain physical distancing. Stay safe and stay tuned. Do not forget to sign our petition on change.org to support our organization's campaign in order to fight a deadlier virus. Just in case you did not get that, the link can be seen in the episode description. Remember, sign the petition and empower the right organization to put an end to the rise of female genital mutilation in the country. of this area. Now let us go to the main cocoa of today's podcast. Our main focus will be on three things. COVID-19 pandemic, gender-based violence, and FGM in Nigeria. We are going to be talking about these three things and how there is a nexus and thin line between them. Do you know that the COVID-19 pandemic has increased the risk of gender-based violence in the world? Particularly in African countries where 42% of the world's female genital mutilation cases are found. So where does COVID-19 come in? How does it really affect female genital mutilation? One children are at home. This has given parents the opportunity to do what they like with their kids, forgetting that this is a gross violation of the human rights. You will be surprised to know that families are giving their children out to be married to buy essentials and foodstuffs. Now we are talking about gender-based violence. Why would you want to give out your child because you cannot feed yourself? The situation is indeed terrible. 
women that cut girls for a living are now having a boom in their franchise. They go door to door offering their services to families and filling the heads of these families with lies and superstitious beliefs about cutting their girls. So let's just say hunger has increased the number of gender-based violence and FGM cases in the country. That is pretty much annoying. And we need to find ways to stop this. Do you know the implications surrounding FTM? Immediate implications ranges from severe pain, you know, to excessive bleeding, of course, that is instant, genital tissue swelling, infections, several infections actually, shock. And death. Not to mention urinary problems, vaginal problems, painful menstruations, sexual problems, and need for surgeries later in life. If you have come across certain women that have undergone FGM, they will express to you. The ripple effect of that one act throughout their lives it's something they wish never happened to them the next segment a two audio notes from dr murphy who is currently in Ondo state and the other miss ramatu Funny thing, I asked dr murphy to send me a brief professional description of himself you know just to hype the kind of doctor we're about to listen to and stuff but he declined and he's like just say dr murphy <laughs> but thankfully miss rama too was able to give me a brief description so the voice of miss rama too very sweet voice you're about to listen to she is a graduate of microbiology from the university of illinois presently a medical student in the same university oh that's amazing that goes to show her passion you know in the health sector she's very passionate about SDGs three and four which is good health and quality education and she has contributed our own culture to ensuring the implementation of these goals please listen and learn Female genital mutilation involves the total or partial removal of the external female genitalia or an injury to the female genital organs, which is due to cultural or non-therapeutic reasons. Then with this um, female genital mutilation have psychological and um, sociological complications. And these complications could also lead to short or long-term complica- complications. Then, these um, this genital mutilations are usually done 
with some do it with sterile equipment and some do it with unsterile equipment and these unsterile equipment pose high risk of complications compared to the sterile equipment the infections or complications posed by use of unsterile equipment include the um, contraction of urinary tract infections we have um, excessive and uncontrolled pain the lady the um, lady or woman involved could bleed to death then there is um formation of scar tissue over the cut area over, over time which makes some women not to be um, to be ashamed of their body because they feel um, the sky is is um, has caused a dent on their skin then it also leads to painful sexual intercourse because some some of the um, genital mutilation involves them sewing the female genital organ leaving just um, a, a small space for them to urinate and menstruate so during sexual intercourse the um, lady involved may, may feel pain some will not even want to have sex because they are scared of um, the, the pain that will come with it then some some of them tend to be rigid and so on then during birth too they may have to um, tear them which is um episiotomy so the baby can pass through because the place is already too small due to the incision or those that end up sewing that part then most of them um, this circumcised as they, are, they don't have medical training they are most of them are even illiterate and the misconception some of these people have which made them carry out this is that they feel um, circumcision helps to maintain a child's chastity then they, they also feel it um, improves um, it enhances the sexual pleasure for their husband and also um, prevents a woman from cheating on her husband that's the mis misconception some people have which made them carry this out then some also see it as um, a form of tradition of them passing from childhood to adulthood then now to how we can stop this the the um the female genital mutilation awareness so far that we've been doing is mostly on social media television radio stations and i feel this um female genital mutilation is practiced more in the rural areas so we should try to also do like um, community awareness help them know the effects of this thing as there are no health benefits at all neither is it in any religious belief that okay <clears throat> females should be mutilated so by informing them enlightening them it will help reduce this um, female genital mutilation then also we should we should um try to encourage women to to um to be educated yes because when a woman is um, well informed she knows what she's doing it will be hard for her to um, allow her child to be subjected to such things because most of these people you, you will find out that they they are illiterate they just feel okay um, this is what our, we met our forefathers doing so the tradition must go on some of them don't even know the reason why they are doing it but because it was done on them so they have to do it for their children too then another one is we should um, um, discuss with relevant authorities to, to give a strict law that any um, 
person that practices this female genital mutilation would face the consequence. Then we should also try to talk to our religious leaders, especially those that we know have um, a, um, high influence on people to help us talk to people about it. Mostly um, a, a woman too, a woman that, that we know the people in that area that is being practiced hold in um, high place and anything she says, they will listen to her. So we should also um, reach out to those kind of people to help us in curbing this um, female genital mutilation thing. Then we as um, as a person, we can try to educate people around us because some people is is in that in their um, culture from where they come from, but you may not know. So we we can also try to educate those around us with word of mouth, so they can help curb this female genital mutilation because. This thing does not have any good effect. It is rather um, humiliating. It causes so much pain to women, and therefore, it has to be ended. Thank you. Female genital mutilation is defined by the World Health Organization as any procedure which involves partial or total removal of the external genitalia and or injury to female genital organs whether for cultural or any other non-therapeutic reasons it's a menace it's been around for a while no it's not only done in africa yeah some south american australian um, write-ups of course have pointed to it but it has no benefit no health benefit at least known to the woman instead it's just a traditional practice that has refused to go away it has a long list of um, complications to the woman some are immediate pain things like bleeding she could go into shock infections the tetanus um, if she's unlucky she could even have things like hepatitis hiv it could also be damaged to her urinary tract so she has urinary retention she can't urinate or long-term complications she could develop recurrent urinary tract infections she could have cysts form in the place of incision she could even have infertility there could be increased risk of childbirth complications and um, even newborn deaths and there could also be an increased need for surgeries because there's been damage as like i said to the birth canal from that procedure these things can be avoided if a woman is allowed to be a woman without having to go through a rite of passage that frankly is not important to her health stop fgm today So today on the 19th of May 2020 I went to work thinking about creating the next episode because I really felt we needed to have one. By the way this is a bonus episode. I just could not create the whole content. I've been super busy and I apologize for that. So I was sitting down on my desk you know having an hour or so to come up with what I needed to talk about now as I'm speaking with you 
and then I noticed a particular tweet was blowing up online. This lady, Yomi Ayilara, she's a blogger. She decided to shed light on FGM and particularly type 3, which is infibulation. You know, she said so much and one of the things that caught people's attention was the fact that in some countries where the type 3 FGM is practiced, there is the complete scraping of the vagina and stitching it together to prevent the girl from having sexual intercourse. So the vagina is sealed and left with a small hole for the girl to urinate. I have a picture of this and trust me, you do not want to see it. So after this process, this procedure, her legs, the, the, the legs of the girl will be tied with the rope for days, I think about a week or more, usually more than a week, so the wound can heal. Also, it is said that the stitches are meant to be reopened by the husband of the girl on her wedding night. Ah, father. I am not about to imagine this because when you do, you cannot unimagine it, literally. So trust me, I'm going to save you the aura by not sharing the pictures of what she posted online. But the good thing was that it, it made people realize the, the gravity of this practice. And then I also noticed that a lot more were not aware that this is still happening in African countries. So you will be doing us a very huge favor by sharing this podcast for someone to hear and listen or letting someone know in case there is a problem, in case there is a girl who is about to be cut. So I was still surfing the net though after this tweet while you know, trying to learn more about FGM, still not having my writing chakra, you know, in me. The zing had not yet fallen upon my system. So I was just going through my phone and then trying to ensure that I go back to my tasks and duties. And I came across this particular news online, Sun News Online. This was posted on July 31st, 2019. My people, it is the story of a girl who died from female genital mutilation. This girl's name is Chineye. Her parents are Mr. and Mrs. Ibitari Okafo. They are natives of Rumukurushi. I guess you know what that means. Portacot. Anything Rumukuru, Rumo, that, you find it in Portacot. So back to the story. A three-year-old girl, Chineye, was caught with crude tools, battling ill health, battling complications, infections, and so on. And she died. Her mother, you know, so sad from the whole incident, explained to Sun News Online that she did it because the community people were, you know, telling her that she needed to do it. They were convincing her 
and pressuring her that her daughter needed to be circumcised. Funny thing is, they had already lost a son before this whole incident. I cannot begin to imagine what they had gone through. They probably have not recovered from it. The regret and the guilt. This is a true life story. I am not framing it or forming it. You can Google it. Sun News Online, July 31st. 2019. You'll find the news. FGM. Three-year-old girl. I really, really, really wish that, you know, this story was more publicized for people to really understand that people die from this practice. People do. Which leads me to some good news permit me to say we have helplines for immediate assistance courtesy with foundation nigeria so if you suspect a girl is about to be caught or in need of support if you suspect somebody is trying to convince somebody to undergo fgm if you shall suspect anything that looks like fgm call our helplines So for immediate assistance, do not hesitate. And at the end, no waste time. Just call these numbers and I'm about to say them. If you're smart, you will get the sequence and understand that this is easy for you to remember even if you don't have it saved in your phone book. Number one, 070-25-000041. Number two, 70 Number three, 070-25-000043. And the last but not the list, 070-25-000044. If you got this sequence, and you know what I said if you're smart then you get the sequence send me a message I have a gift for you so my people thank you so much for lending me your ears and time this is not a concluding statement this is a call to action will you report FGM or any suspected case will you join us in the fight against FGM in Nigeria Will you sign our petition? Do you want to get involved? Send us a mail at info at fgm2020.org or call our number 0810-676-3806. You have been listening to Queen, spelled as K-W-I-N, and I'm honored to be the host of this program. Thank you. And see you in the next proper episode. <laughs>